everybody, what's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag Boss Lee at the People's Mentor in this episode 399 of the show. These are a bunch of my favorite marketing tactics that I got from a Jay Abraham book. He's obviously one of the most legendary marketers of all time. And his sales and marketing strategies do work. So if you have not yet picked up something of Jay Abraham's, I suggest you do. Or, you know, if nothing else, listen to this episode of the show. I've kind of been procrastinating episode 400, obviously, because I promised you guys I would do a life update for you. And I think it's going to be a long episode with a lot of rambling. So, woo! That's what I've been procrastinating on. So this episode's really good, and I think you're going to get a ton out of it. As always, I like to give away $100 every single week. But remember, when we get to 2,500 five-star reviews, and we are not that far off. We are less than 200 away. I am doing a $2,500 giveaway to either one lucky person or five $500 winners. So make sure you get your five-star reviews in. Screenshot this, put in your story, tell a friend, and obviously Instagram has changed their sharing capabilities, so make sure that you do share and tell people where to find the show. You can always tag me at I'm Boss Lee, and I love you guys, and I appreciate you. Today's review of the show is Kaylee Trimmer. Jesse Lee is the boss. Five stars. I don't care what kind of business you want to run. Jesse Lee is who you need in your life to get better. Short, sweet, to the point. I love it, and I hope you guys love episode 399 of the show. The marketing strategies that people use, they tend to use the same ones over and over and over again, and they do expect different results, right? They just do. Um, you know, they, they, don't, they, they, they refuse to get on TikTok because it makes them uncomfortable. They refuse. I mean, there's a girl who's been living in my DM. You know, I recruited her, I don't know, a month and a half ago. I can't get through Betty because I refuse to go live. I'm just not there yet. I'm like, you can do hard things. Like you need to do something or else your business is never going to grow. Nope, not there. I'm like, then I'm like, I'm literally not talking to you. Like you're not coachable. I'm, I don't have any time for people that are not coachable. It's just a, it's a, it's not even a new boundary anymore. Like if you will not do the things I say to do, just get out of my DM. Just stay the hell away. If I tell you to go live and you won't do it, leave me alone. Stop asking me how to build in person. I don't know. I haven't done it in six years. Leave me alone. You don't want, you refuse to do TikTok? Go away. Like, just go away. You want me to coach you? I'm telling you, do TikToks. I'm telling you, get on power hours. Stop asking me, can I please have an assignment? You said that people want assignments. I said get on power hour. Where are you? Like, leave me alone. You're driving me crazy. So as you can tell, this still happens many times a day. (laughs) Okay, I'm a little triggered right now on this call. But the marketing strategies that people are using from 10 years ago, they're just not applicable to 2021. And there are people, not even just in our community, of course, in network marketing as a whole, and then the world as a whole, who are getting crushed by people who are pivoting. Crushed. Like how many of, it's, and it's little stuff. It's little stuff. Like I, I've never left my wallet before in my life, okay? I left my wallet in Texas. I'm doing way too much. My assistant is literally just not doing anything. So I'm doing all of, like it is absolute mayhem in my life right now. I'm doing all the little minute jobs. I tell you, I tell, I coach all of you to, 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 to hire out. I'm, I'm trying. So I left my, uh, I left my wallet at home and, uh, I've never used Apple pay in my whole life. Never in my whole life. And now I'm having like, thank God I have a credit card on it. Like, I don't know why I was probably poking around like, Ooh, how do I put a little credit? Ooh, a scan. You scan it. Like I'm so like caveman when it comes to technology. So the difference between like being able to go, there was like a restaurant. I could not eat. Like I was like, I can't, I can't eat there. 
I literally can't eat there, right? And then me being able to pull up to Dunkin' yesterday because I wanted to get my unsweet iced tea so I could have my keto cream, you know, like keto cream, blah, 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 love it, okay? Um, and being able to say, hey, do you have Apple Pay? And they're like, yeah, of course. I'm like, what a response, right? Yeah, of course. I want you to think about that. When somebody says something to you, like, do you have a YouTube channel? And you might be like, no. It's almost like we should probably be saying, yeah, of course. When somebody says, hey, you know, what's your Instagram? Do you have Instagram? Yeah, of course. You know, do you have a TikTok? Yeah, of course. Like, where is the world going to? And are you shifting with it? Or are you marketing like everybody has been marketing for the last decade? And I will tell you, I don't have a ton of time to consume content, but there's a reason that occasionally, like every couple of weeks, I'll try to listen to like a half hour podcast or something of Gary Vaynerchuk's. The reason is when he gets on something, he'll talk about it every episode for like three months straight. So I know I'm not going to miss whatever his point is. He'll just keep bringing it up. So if you look at my podcast with, you know, 3 million, 3 point something, whatever it is, million downloads, it was because Two, three years ago, he kept talking about audio is the future. Audio is the future. People are too busy. Audio is the future. Put out a podcast. Download the Anchor app. I'm like, what? Whatever. And I said, whatever. And now people will ask me sometimes, because in, in the business sense, not so, much, um, not so much just network marketing, but business people will say, do you have a podcast? And I now go, yeah, of course. Like, yeah, it's like the business yesterday, like Brittany Anderson said, right? Yeah, of course. So what are those little marketing things? Because I still, and I'll think about this probably till the day I, I fall over, you know, and, and end up six feet under. Um, but I'll never forget when there was somebody in my first network marketing company and he said to me, he's like, you got to keep one foot in the old school and you got to put one foot in the new school. You, you need to be straddling it. Do not go all new school and go on the internet. Like it's going to be a big mistake. And I saw something this morning on Instagram that was like, don't be that person. And it was a photo of a news article from like almost 30 years ago now, maybe 25 years ago. And it's of internet users are dropping. Nobody's going to be using the internet. It's going to become irrelevant. It was, but this was in newspapers 25 years ago. Some of you weren't even alive. Okay. But like, that is literally what it said. Like, like the internet is not going to exist. Like, you know, go back to traditional, whatever. Think of the people who didn't listen to that. And then think of the people who did to us now. It's, it's like the funniest, stupidest, like how out of touch are you that you think the internet's not going to be a thing, but sometimes you have to think very much so forward thinking like that in your marketing, in the way you do things, in your calls to action, in whatever it is. Yeah. Just like Bitcoin, like. Will Bitcoin go to the moon? I don't know, but do I have a lot of it? Yeah, okay, so I hope it does go to the moon, right? I actually also hope it crashes. I can't wait for the economy to crash. Let's go, let's go, let's crash, crash, crash. All right, like I can't wait. I just want this economy to run into a wall and just, oh God, I want the ghost to set up in flames. Oh God, I'm gonna get stuff pennies on the dollar. Let's go, Bitcoin, I want Bitcoin at like 20,000 a coin. Ooh!
let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Dallas housing market. Okay. So anyway, uh, I've really digressed. I apologize, but I also don't apologize. Go work your business so you can have some money to go play with. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Great conversation. All right. So everything's going to be pennies on the dollar. So hold, 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 stack your cash. Okay. I want y'all stacking your cash. Um, that has nothing to do with the marketing strategy. I just want you to stack your cash. So um, <laughs> so those of you that have been playing small that aren't going for that 500 and that thousand dollar cash bonus, what if you could buy a Bitcoin for a thousand dollars? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So, 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 so anyway, some of you are like crypto, what in the hell? I know, but it's not going anywhere. So just kind of get with the times. All right. People don't like the government anymore. They hate the government all around the world. And it's just, it's we're, yeah, deregulation's coming. So anyway, so if you want to have optimal leverage, you have to have different marketing strategies. You have to change your results. Okay. So, um, it's interesting how I said it on the call last night, I think, but like God laughs, right? Like I, I feel like God has a sense of humor. Um, because I haven't been going all in. I haven't been going in at all anymore on YouTube. I haven't been doing a lot of these things. And now with an inability to have a Facebook, um, you know, I'm, I'm in conversations with reliable staff, um, where we're, we're going to build out our website to just be a monster. So like the empire U events is just, I don't know if we'll still use that domain. We probably will, but we're going to have a super high functioning website. Cause I can't do this anymore. There's been way too many times that Betty the Bot's gone down because of Facebook. We're relying weight. Like, it's almost like how many red flags? Any of you red flaggers in relationships where you just keep seeing the red flags and you might be a little colorblind? Okay, that's been me in the past, all right? Like, um... All right, like that. I thought it was a green flag. It was red. Okay, Facebook is red flagging me like crazy. Like it's it's like every two minutes, one of you is locked up. One of you is in Facebook jail. Like how many times do we need to be in Facebook jail for us to say this is probably not where we need to be? We probably need to be on Facebook, but we also need to pivot pretty dramatically. Okay, but what? So then, what is the marketing strategy? Right, and how can you stand out? What other network marketing teams do you know that have their training in websites that's super user-friendly, that's really, um, that has a customer website as well or whatever it is? Like, I don't really know of anybody. So why don't we be the one? Why don't we change that? Because one of the biggest, um, hold on, what does he, how does he call it? Hold on a second. I underlined it like 800 times. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, come on. Whatever. I'll find the exact words he uses, but... There is something in your business that just has to stand out. Like, what is the thing that makes you stand out that nobody, here it is, the USP, the unique selling proposition, the USP, the unique selling proposition. We have to have more and more and more and more USPs. And the more USPs you have in your business and I have in my business and we have in our business, the the stronger we get. Like how many of you, I just want you to think about it for a second, have recruited somebody because you mentioned having a system? That is a unique selling proposition. How many of you have recruited somebody because Jesse Lee was somewhere in your upline and she's the face of GoPro? I know that sounds weird, right? And I just spoke in like third person, but like that is a unique selling proposition, Right? Because Eric has edified me so heavily 
it's unique. It's only for our team. How many of you have recruited somebody because you mentioned the scripts? Oh, we have scripts. Everybody has scripts. Everybody says the same thing. Even if you're brand new and you don't know what you're doing, there's scripts for that. There's scripts for that. There's scripts for that. And people go, what? And you go, yeah, you're not going to be lost. There's scripts for that. That's a unique selling proposition, right? How many of you have recruited somebody because of swag? Come on. I mean, team swag, like this stuff. You have, I'm telling you, there's a lot of people who are like, I'm going to join because I want a hat. Okay. Like there's so much. That's a unique selling proposition. And part of what you need to do if you want to scale your business is start showing it off. I don't care. You don't need to show me off. You guys do a great job of it anyway. I mean, you can, that's fine. But what are all of the things you can do in your business that make people go, what? What? It's very unique that, that you have a leader that tours. You just don't realize it because it's normal for you, right? Most leaders will not get on a plane and go to London, will not get on a plane and go to the Netherlands, will not get on a plane and go to Italy. Or if they do, they go once and then they talk about it for a decade. Oh, I've been to Italy. <laughs> yeah, this one time I went and I went to the Coliseum. Yeah, look at my photo. Okay, look at my photo with my Italian team. Like, this is what they do, right? Oh, yeah, I've been to Amsterdam. Not a problem. Yeah, like, here's my photo in front of, like, oh, come on, right? Oh, here's my photo in front of the Eiffel Tower. I've been to France. Like, that's literally what they do. So be unique, stand out. That's called a USP. And I want you guys, here's a little thing. Write down when you're done this call, write down all of the things you have realized are unique about this team. And maybe it's this call. Like this could be one of those things, right? Maybe it's our team events. Maybe it's whatever. You get the point. I don't need to give it to you. Do that as an assignment so you can start talking about that. And then from that list, start creating content around it. From that list you make, start creating content around it. Like, did you know we have training every day of the week if you want it? Did you know we have, like, whatever, okay? So when you change your marketing, you change your results. Now, he talks about in this book that the change of your strategies are the fastest and easiest and most powerful ways to change your results. So what are your strategies? If what you are doing every single day in your unique daily method of operation or your unique income producing activities is not yielding you the results that you want, how long are you going to sit there and not like the results you're getting and keep doing the things that are not getting you results? Sorry, I was thirsty. I didn't mean for it to be a long dramatic pause, right? Like (laughs) how long are you going to keep doing the things that are not working for you, right? What are the little shifts going to be? And sometimes again, you're just going to be thrown into it. Like packing trials live for me. I don't think I expected that to be as psychotic as it was, but it was a change of strategy that just exploded, right? It was a little shift in strategy. You know, some of you haven't done a special bundle in a while, but you know fully well those things absolutely explode for you, right? Like raise your hand if you've done like a a spooky bundle, a gobble bundle, a whatever, Jenny, Christy, Zandra, Karen, Brittany, Tawny, Bree, I love this, Amber has, Carrie has, Mindy has, Candace has, Sophia has, Gail has, okay, uh, I guess I should have just said who hasn't, good God, okay, like I love it. Okay, so I'm asking you, Leslie Ann's like, yep, that's probably why she's blowing up the UK over there. I think I don't know, girl, I see you. Okay, like, (laughs) 
when was the last time some of you did it? Because it's been a while for me, if I'm being totally honest. But that was a marketing strategy that just, holy crap. I mean, those spooky bundles in particular, wow. And we haven't done them in a long time, right? Overall, overall, well, maybe we can. Maybe it's time to. Maybe, maybe it's a good time to, to remember that, right? To remind yourself of that, right? So those little bundles, super powerful. Fourth of July, I love it. Pride bundles, for, for those of you doing them on your, on your own, I love it. Boom bundles, Sophia's busy with bundles. I love it. But a lot of us, it's almost like we forgot that that strategy worked really well. So be going back to those strategies that worked really well, right? Going back to the things that you know work really well for you, okay? Now, he talks about how there's leverage inside of a, a word in particular. He uses a word called capital, okay? A word called capital, so you need to have human capital, he says. You need to have intellectual capital, and you need to have financial capital, okay? So human capital is in the people that work for you. Now, that might sound weird because I know we all work together, but, like, in the, in the, I want you to think of this really as a business, guys, okay? So, like, yes, we're all a team. No, I don't own any of you. No, I don't pay your salaries, obviously. I totally understand that. But do you see how, like, we are... We're like, we are not even like, we are a totally fully functioning operation, right? There are clear roles certain people step up for and step into, right? Almost like a job, even though it's not their job, right? So who are the people that are working with you and for you? Who are those people? And if you don't, so a really cool example um, that uh, Megan Hunter actually gave when we were sitting, that was last night, right? We were sitting around and, and Megan was talking about this girl on her team. And she's like, you know, not everybody, we were talking about how not everybody wants this at all, you know? And it's one of the most frustrating things as a leader is you're looking at people and you're like, oh my God, come on. Like, ugh. and we were saying, you know, you sometimes need to just find where it is that your team members have gifts. And so she has somebody on her team who, um, straight up told her, oh, I'm not going to sell a ketone. I am not going to sell a ketone. She's a hundred percent here for the community, right? Like not even 90%, 100%. And Brooke said, I think it was Brooke. She goes, well, what, what do you do when, what does she do when somebody says, uh, they want to buy ketones? And Megan said, she refers them to me. <laughs> I'm like, what? Okay. Wow. So, but what Megan did do is she said, well, what do you like to do? So maybe this is a question you can start asking some people in your team where you're like, what are they doing? Like, why can't I get them to do anything, right? Well, did you ever think maybe we're talking to our own personalities instead of theirs? And so she said, she said, so what do you like to do? And she said, I just like to contribute. I just like to contribute. And she said, okay, well, would you like to um, help me run my customer chat? And the lady was like, yes. I would love to run your customer chat. So this person who won't sell anything, just drinks, you know, runs her smart ship for ketones is basically an unpaid employee running Megan's customer chat. Like, I just want you to think about and then motivates everybody. Way to go, Jen. Way to go, Amanda. Yes, Deb. Yes. Oh my God, Allie. Yes. Okay. That's all she wants to do. That's all she wants to do. And I think most of us just need to understand that, that, that we are the achievers. We're the achievers, 
Okay, I know it's frustrating when you're trying to run for four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. But like, legend, legend, legend. <laughs> but like, that would almost be like me being like, oh, nobody on the team's doing anything because we're not legend. Like, could you imagine if that came out of my mouth? You would all like start probably stoning me or something. I don't know. It would probably get pretty violent in here pretty quickly. So I won't say that. Don't worry. But what are the positions that people can actually thrive in and let them? So part of that, I want you to write this down. This is not from this book, but I don't know why it's in my mind right now, is self-awareness. Do you have self-awareness around something, around everything in your business? And if you don't, maybe you can go ask people, hey, what am I good at? Like not your, you don't have to ask your Facebook, ask your, ask your team, you know, hey, as your leader, like what am I good at and where do I have like total glaring holes? I'm trying to have more self-awareness around my business so I can fill in the holes and they might say something like, you're so good at live video, but like you literally never talk to us. And you're like, oh crap, right? Or like, you're so good at, um, you're so good at talking to us, but like, where is your personal production? Like just waiting for you to sell something, quote unquote leader. That's not you guys on here. I know you guys are all MVP, right? But like, you guys you understand what I'm trying to say? Like there's all of these little holes we have. And you, here's something a lot of you need to know. You don't need to be everything. Please write that down. You don't need to be everything. I cannot be everything for everyone. It is not in my personality. Um, And your personality will shift as well. Like I used to really enjoy doing new promoter stuff. Like I used to, it used to fill my cup. I used to like getting on new promoter training and being like, hello, my little babies. How are you doing? Okay, come here. Let's log in together. Okay, let's go to rewards. I sound like Mrs. Doubtfire. What the hell? Um, but anyway, hello. <laughs> All right, like uh, <laughs> I used to, I used to love doing that, and I don't know when the shift happened. Maybe like eighteen months ago. I'm like, I hate this. I'm so bad at it now. Hello, dearie. Yeah, like I used to, I used to be good at it and then I don't know what happened guys but it just doesn't it doesn't do it for me anymore and that awareness around that I'm not serving the community if I'm showing up and doing that what is what is the stuff you're doing in your business right now that is not serving your team period I guarantee a lot of you are doing busy work that is not serving your community anymore and maybe you just do it because You've always done it. You know what I mean? But you start to grow and you shift and you become different leaders. It's okay. You don't have to be everything. You just don't. Okay? So that's your human capital. Intellectual capital is your actual intellectual property. And I will tell you, one of the things that just drives our business is that we have more intellectual property in our team than any network marketing team I've ever seen. Okay, we have so many procedures and systems and scripts and whatever that are so unique and distinctive to our team. You know, like some people are like, oh, we got to protect the empire. So and so is coming in. They're going to infiltrate and whatever. I'm like, like there was some girl literally I recruited. She hit GoPro. I think she was almost MVP. And then she was like, oh, no, I'm going back to my old company. And I had a conversation with one of the leaders and I said, who had, you know, talked to her. She was front lines me. And she said, honestly, Jesse Lee, I think she just joined to um, to try to learn the, the system, like learn Betty and take it back to her old company. I said, okay, I don't care. You want to know why? (laughs) 
A copy is never as good as the original. Never. I don't care. Good luck. Good luck. So, like, my emotional intelligence around it, I'm like, I don't care. Good luck making a Betty the Bot that actually works anywhere else. (laughs) Like, like, because it it only, it, it needs, it needs the nucleus. Oh my God, look how smart I am. I used a biology word. It ne- Yeah, guys, come on, write it down. I'm smart. Call me smart. Come on, fun. I'm kidding. Like, it needs the nucleus. It needs the mitochondria. Okay? It needs the center of the cell is what it needs. Okay? And so I don't care. It's intellectual property. You can't steal stuff from people and expect that it's going to work as well as the original. It just never will. And as soon as you have that kind of like, hmm, whatever, around what you're doing, I think there's a lot of power in that. Our intellectual capacity as an organization, I've never seen anything like it. And I think part of that is that I'm just like, talk to me, Jackie. What would work well for you? Nichelle, I need to know. Talk to me. Like, what would, like, what are we missing? I talk to the pro champs all the time, especially the Texas ones, right? I'm like, what do we need to do, Brittany? Like, hey, hold on, Courtney. What do you think would be good? Hey, Sydney, talk to me. Da-da-da. Hey, Bree, like, da-da-da. Jenny, Jenny, what, are we, what do we need? What do we need? What do we need? Like, we're always, always being smarter. And so when I, when I say stuff like we're not, you've heard me say this, that I'm, I don't live in the present. I'm living way out in the future. I know you've heard me say this a million times. A lot of that is business-wise. So I'm seeing way out there, like, where are things going? Where is the internet shifting to? What do we need to do to stay extremely competitive? And that's where our leaders pivot to. That intellectual property, nobody can steal from you. Nobody can. And, and most people are so scared of change. I'm not. Your leaders aren't. I'm just telling you. We will change and we will adapt. We will become millions. We will keep getting better. And that competitive edge, if for nothing else, is something you need to know is very unique about this team because it is. you should write that on your list. Okay? And then the actual financial capital is how you deploy it. So Christmas in July. <laughs> okay. We have all this money. How do we deploy it? for best results. Okay. Empire university. I'm so far in the freaking hole, but I don't even care because the financial outcome was still net positive. I, I went $80,000 in the hole or maybe it was more than that. I don't remember. Whoever was in the, in the spreadsheets knows it was bad, <laughs> but like, it doesn't matter, right? We were still net positive on the growth of the organization, right? Where are you running incentives where then you can become net positive? Think about the finances you have and what kind of campaigns can you push forward with? Like Christmas in July is going to be bonkers. It's going to be bonkers. You know, it's now's the time to start doing the TikToks around it. Now's the time to start sharing reels about it. Now's the time to start making sure you're getting people in simple proven results because they have to be in simple proven results in, in order to get them in the group. And the group, I think the group got made. I don't have Facebook. I think we got the group made and we're starting to put images and stuff into it. Like it's all getting done now. So I just want you to think about that. There's all of this, this special stuff that makes us just different and stand out. It is made. That's what I thought. Okay. Now, what we do, he talks about how your business model is very important to having success. Like a business model is one of the greatest ways that you can scale a business. And I just want to take like the 30 seconds or however long I ramble for to say, it is not perfect what we do. But network marketing is the freaking greatest of all time for the average person to become absolutely well beyond average. Huh? 
418. Like, we are so blessed. It is totally not perfect. I don't like BV conversions. I don't like that PayPal sometimes doesn't work. I don't like that I don't know what the he- how the Europe website doesn't work as well as the America website. That literally doesn't make any sense to me. But for whatever reason, it doesn't function the same. Okay, like today I signed up another. I signed up a recruit this morning from Sweden and then one from Spain, both of whom are having website issues. And I'm over here in my little America bubble, and I'm like, golly, like for goodness sake, we don't have these damn issues in America. How? How? Isn't it the same? Isn't it dot com? Like, what the hell? What the hell? Okay? Like, we... So, it, yes, there's issues. But it's still the best. It's still the best. Okay? And when you take our kind of model where we are selling a ton of product to a ton of customers, we remain the best. And then, really, when it comes to what's the business model, I want you to think about the importance of... Things like the marketing behind it, like the TikTok, like Instagram, like Facebook, like YouTube. How can we expand that, right? How can we make that different? How can we make that stand out? So much of, I just did a podcast on it, but like so much of success really is standing out. And a lot of what we do does stand out. We've got to take things to that next level as well. In our business model, the strategies we have are super effective in network marketing, Okay. Now, this one is probably most important to building your business. He talks about it a lot. Okay, he talks about it a lot in this book. You want to get everything out, everything you want out of this business. It's the relationships. And I know you know that. I talk about it all the time. But the business relationships, the professional relationships, the mastermind relationships he talks about that have to be developed. They have to be nurtured. They have to be cared for on a continual, day, on a continual basis. It's, it's not something. Relationships are everything. The only reason I think I stand a very good chance of getting my Facebook back is because like, I'm friends. I can text them right now with somebody who has spent $60 million in Facebook advertising. I've got him and I've got like four other people five other people with direct contacts to Facebook, like next in line basically to Mark Zuckerberg or maybe next in line to Sheryl Sandberg, who knows, that are like working to get my account back. But I just want you to think about that. Like if you don't have the relationship equity in anything, then you don't have one word that you should all write down, which is influence. Because I don't care how pretty you are or how muscular you are or how, you know, smart you are or how talented you are if there's no relationship there they just don't care and you have to give to get I'm not telling you you gotta buy anyone anything no 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 how can you contribute to people's lives like my only text message I ever sent to that guy and I'll see him this weekend in Dallas because I've got a mastermind in Dallas um I'll see him in Dallas the only text message I ever sent to him was a TikTok of a fighter. I don't even know what fighter it is. Some MMA, MMA guy or something. And he wears like a Charizard Pokemon card on his neck. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I don't know. Whatever. Okay. So these cards these days, these sports cards, these Pokemon cards, these whatever. I wouldn't know the fighter's name anyway. So, <laughs> so maybe Amber. I don't know. But he wears this Pokemon card of like a Charizard on his, or I think it's a Charizard. I don't know. On his, his Logan Paul. Okay. Roberto knows. So he wears it on his chest, like in a, in a box. 
But that card is worth a million dollars. Isn't that crazy? It's his good luck Charizard card. <laughs> That's a mouthful. It's his good luck Charizard card. Okay. And like Dan, his name's Dan, Stan Fleischman. Okay. So Dan owns these, um, like a bunch of these card shops worth millions and millions of dollars in California where they sell sports cards, Pokemon cards, magic cards, 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 whatever. Cause it's like big, crazy thing right now. Again, if you would have followed Gary Vaynerchuk, you would have known to buy baseball cards, right? And, uh, so the only thing I've ever sent him, cause I saw the TikTok, and the per- first person I thought of was Dan. I sent him it and I just said, Hey, thinking of you Right, like, and he didn't even respond. But then when I needed a favor, he was like, Oh my God, I love that TikTok. By the way, thanks for thinking of me. I'll hook you up with blah, blah, blah this weekend. Um, we'll get your Facebook back. Like, I just want you to think about anything. Like, when you think of somebody, do you stop and snap a photo? Or do you just go, oh, yeah, I'm thinking of blah, blah, blah. I was on the airplane the other day, and I opened the little magazine that I never opened, and there was, like, a mermaid parade. Who do you think I took a photo of the magazine for and sent it to? It's kind of obvious. Every time I see 69 somewhere, who do you think I take a photo for? If you listen to episode 369 of my podcast, I open it up, and I literally, like, dedicate the episode to Brittany Anderson. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just, like, little stupid stuff like that. Like, where, like, when you see, like, every time I, uh, you know, I, I've, I've toured now twice in June, which is Pride Month. Every time I'd see a rainbow in Germany or France or Italy or whatever, UK, I was taking photos and sending it to Sydney for years now. Like, what are the things that when you see it, you think of them? Like, if I see a little bumblebee transformer, I'll send it, I'll, I'll send a photo to Jenny so she can so, show Noah. Like, there's just stuff. You've got to think about the people. You've got to build the relationships. If you want your business to stand out, you have to think about that. You have to think about, about what would make somebody feel cared about. You know, before you go and you, you know, you, I don't know, maybe you know somebody is, well, I guess everyone's probably pretty obsessed with their kids, but like when you send gifts or whatever, like do you think about the kids? Do you think about the pets? Do you think, just little thoughtful stuff, nothing crazy. I'm not asking you to be nuts about it. But the relationships we have that are nurtured and cared for, it's just like the quote that hangs on the wall at corporate that if you haven't seen it, and it'll hang at HQ for us as well at Empire HQ, I have the little canvas. Um, It just says, people don't leave where they're loved. I said it like three years ago, I guess, on stage at a proven event, because I was talking about why people's teams literally fall apart. People's teams fall apart because they don't care about people. They don't send the messages. And I'm not to say, it's not, and I know I'm not, you know, I, I'm, I know I'm crazy busy as well. I know I don't text all of you every day or anything like that. And sometimes I just respond with a heart or whatever. Like you can always reach out to me too. Like those relationships are deeper than just, oh, they make me money. And when people feel that, it's just very different. I texted Brittany Beezer this morning. I'm like, that was a great power hour. It was a really good power hour this morning. I liked it. I was like, good job. That was great. Took me, and it's funny because I meant to do it, and then I forgot, and I forgot, forgot. I picked up my phone like 17 times, and I forgot, and I was like, I gotta send her a freaking message. So it was like 40 minutes later, I finally sent her, you know, awesome power hour or something. But what are those little things that you can do just to make people know that they matter? All right? He talks about the importance of distribution channels, okay? This I already touched on several times, but it's in my notes, and so I wanna touch, it, touch on it, okay? Everything from the way you present yourself on social media to the different ways, right? So the way you do it and then how many different ways, it matters, okay? He talks about in this book the different networks of associations you can use to go broader, okay? So if everything you're doing is in that same little niche, maybe shift. The one thing I really like about TikTok is 
Like as an, I, I do a lot of different, not a lot, but there's several different kind of genres of Jesse Lee on TikTok. You guys have probably noticed. Sometimes I'm sassy and I attract a sassy crowd. Sometimes I'm, you know, really soft and I, I mention God or whatever and I retract, I attract a totally different crowd. Sometimes I talk about my dogs and I attract a different crowd. I intentionally talked about Maryland like six or seven times because Maryland is money-making Maryland. Like y'all that don't know, now you know, like Maryland is notorious for crushing network marketing. So I'm like, I'm gonna find out who the hell is in Maryland, right? We literally call it money making Maryland in the network marketing space, not just prove it or the empire. Like it is called money making Maryland. Some of the top lead, many top leaders in network marketing come from Maryland specifically, myself included. (laughs) Okay. But anyway, so I don't know why, probably because there's nothing to do here and everyone's mean. And so you just work very hard to like create happiness in your life because people have attitude issues here. Okay. So anyway, anyway, I digress. I digress. But point being, I posted all kinds of stuff. I posted at the DMV. I posted, um, you know, like, Hey, where in Maryland are you from? I posted, I'm on the plane. Do you want to do a meetup? Drop where you're from many times to get lots and lots and lots and lots and lots more Maryland engagement, just because I knew they would follow. Right. Where are the things? Of course, then I post about, you know, ketones. Of course, I post about the opportunity. I'm posting about all kinds of different things as distribution channels to get different kinds of people. And then, of course, distribution channel of, you know, live video, distribution channel of Instagram, distribution channel of a YouTube, distribution um, plan of a podcast, distribution plan of if you want to do vendor stuff. Don't ask me how. Just saying you can. Okay. Like, what are the different things you can do to distribute the messaging that you're trying to put out there? All right. And then the last thing he said, if you want to, uh, if you want to have leverage is make sure you have products and services that when you put them out, it makes people, it makes you stand out. Right. And he uses this word that I really love. He refuses to call people customers. And I really want you to think about that for a second. He only calls people clients. And he said, even if you call people customers, I want you to think of them as your clients because then it's a different relationship. It's like you actually caring about them. And I'm going to say something. And I said this the other day in person to a champ as well. I'm like, I, you're treating people like customers and not clients. If you're not offering things that they actually need, like it's a mindset shift. Some of us need to make. Like as an example, so the way I said it to, to a champ is I said, you know, it's kind of amazing to me because I see people talk about ketones and they literally don't talk about Mitoplex. And then their customers turn off auto ship because they have cramps and they have headaches and they're too scared and nervous and embarrassed to tell people like, oh my gosh, my stomach hurt. I had cramps and I had a headache, but we should have avoided that if we treated them like a friend and a client. Girl, I, girl I, I know Alicia. I know exactly. Listen, I know, but you really do need to get that Mitoplex. Carol, just let me tell you, you need that Mitoplex, okay? Just trust me. You're not going to have as good of an experience, and I care about you. Yeah, it's like hairdressing, right? Like, you go in somewhere, and you tell them you want, you know, blonde, and your hair is this dark. I hope your hairdresser goes, oh, hell. No, okay, listen. This is going to be in stages, 
Okay, we're going to do this in stages, and we're going to burn your head off. Um, your hair is going to all fall out. You're going to be bald. You want to be bald-headed? Okay, then shut up. We're not going black to blonde. All right? Like, like literally. But some of us are doing that. They're going from, you know, they're 200 pounds overweight. They, uh, they're tired. They're sleepy. They're all this stuff. And we just go, oh, 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 no, no problem. Do you just need this? You just need ketones. You just need a 10-day challenge. Really? Or did you just make them bald-headed? You know what I mean? Like, that's literally the equivalent. You just made your customer bald. So I want you to think about that when you're not offering what they need. When they say, I really want to drop this weight. I really want to do whatever. Are you, like, why wouldn't you offer Protones? It's one of our best bang for your buck products. Why wouldn't we offer Black Label? When, if you've ever done, like, a Black Label 10-day challenge, I don't know if you've ever done it, but you should. You'll lose so many inches. There is something in that black label. I'm just telling you. I don't even care if you don't like how it tastes. Like, there is something in that black label that just, like, it shifts your body composition like crazy. Like, what are the things your people actually need instead of always routing to a 10-day challenge or always routing to whatever you're very comfortable with? But I think that when you treat it like, okay, this is my client. This is my friend. This is someone I care about. It shifts.